This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, Pro Football Focus has put together off-season grades for each one of the teams in the league. And, and I say that uh, off-season grades, the off-season isn't over yet. No, there's a lot going on. I mean, yeah, there's still Melvin a lot Ingram of players just got signed to, like right. he did last year, you know, right? By the way, Melvin Ingram had two sacks last year in 16 games. I know. Boy, wow. They just People are acting away. like the Steelers traded away J.J. Watt in his prime. <laughs> I know, I know. He had two, right. two sacks in 16 games. That's yep. what he had. Those are the facts. Yep. And he played a lot for them and made very little impact. Not that he was a bad player. I don't think they were upset with the trade. They didn't give much. You know, I would have loved to see the Steelers, you know, turn him into a fourth round pick, not a sixth. But he really wasn't, never lived up to the name brand or was worth the headache. No. Uh, anyway, so Pro Football Focus put together their offseason grades. And, and again, I make note of that the offseason isn't over. If you remember, the Steelers signed Melvin Ingram. And they signed uh, Trey Turner, Trey Turner. They signed Trey Turner right after, after minicamp and they signed Melvin Ingram right before the start of training camp. Oh, okay. Could, yeah, I knew could, it was later than this. There could be more signings coming uh, because there are still guys out there. In fact, you know, uh, uh, the saints just signed um, Landry uh, Jarvis Landry yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Odell's going to sign yeah. somewhere and you know, yeah, there's this stuff uh, is still happening. I know we're going to get into this article, but I, I would, you know, uh, the, the, the couple things I'd be looking to do is I would contact Joe Hayden. Um, we just talked about Ingram, but I would like to try that approach again with an edge rusher, an established guy that isn't asked to run, you know, Justin Houston or whoever. And I think a veteran running back is, you know, in order. Yeah. I think the veteran running back will be number one on my mm-hmm. list of things to do. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't balk at a tackle that would be better than Joe Hague at tackle. And that's not even kicking Joe Hague off the roster, but a veteran that's better than Joe Hague after a one-year deal. Well, the Steelers did sign a tackle on Friday, uh, Jordan Tucker. Hmm, I don't know much about him, but I will look. But he's a veteran. He's not an undrafted guy. Um, I'm trying to think here. Is that no Trent Scott? I'm sorry. Trent Scott is the veteran that they signed. Okay. I don't know him either, but fair enough. I mean, I didn't know Coward when they picked him up either, right. or, you know, a couple of those types. Well, of they, they signed him and they released uh, Malcolm Pridgen. So, you know, he's 28. Uh, he worked with Pat Meyer, the Steelers' new offensive line coach in Carolina. He was uh, with hmm. the with uh, the Rams in 2018 and 2019. He spent last year in Carolina. So, um, I mean, not no. an, a, a huge earth-shattering move, obviously, but I well, like said, that the O-line coach worked yeah. with him. But yeah. he, has not, he has 19 career starts, so. Oh, does he really? Okay. So he's not just some throwaway guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy. No, maybe he's in the mix. That's played snaps in the league. Uh, anyways, let's get on to the. Uh, to the, He sounds like a Chaz Green type. You yeah, know? you're battling yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're the practice squad tackle that they bring up on game days or whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe And maybe you beat out Joe Haig. Right, right. Uh, this from Pro Football Focus, and going through the gradings here, they, they have the uh, offseason grade, a C-plus for the Arizona Cardinals. It gave them a free agency grade below average, a draft grade of B-minus. I don't know if the offseason has been tr- tremendously good to the Cardinals. Right. You lose, you lose Chandler Jones. 
DeAndre Hopkins gets suspended. Um, yeah. They gave James Conner a lot of money. I mean, I'm rooting for James, but man, I, I, and didn't do much to put behind him. Yeah. Gave up a substantial amount for Marquise Brown. I think they're trying to make Kyler Murray happy, but I think this is about as average of an offseason as you can get. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons get a B-plus grade. I agree with that, considering where they were at. I like their draft quite a bit. They got a pick for Ryan. I mean, there's an, obviously a new era there. Um, they're going to be really bad. But I, I didn't love the London pick, but I like the rest of their draft. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about draft grades that people need to understand. If you have a bunch of draft picks, <laughs> you better get a high a. draft right. picks. Yeah. Right, right. You're going to get an A coming out of the draft mm-hmm. because you had a bunch of guys that you drafted that were on everybody's watch lists. Right, right. I mean, they I mean that's just a reality. Of two twos. Yeah. You're going to get a good grade coming out of that because you're going to get guys that everybody had on their draft boards. Well, no kidding. They're not. <clears throat> they're not all going to work out. I, I, this could be a. The, a really long conversation with 32 teams to get to. So I mean, maybe we'll just glance over some of them, but uh, to your point, I think a lot of people think draft grades are dumb. I personally don't like, frankly, no one cares to grade a draft four years down the road when you're supposed to, but there is an art to drafting. And I'm not saying I know more than the Falcons or whatever, but to understand their process and paying what they should, or, I mean, uh, I think I can be critical of what the Patriots did and, and still realize that they know more than I do. You know, I mean, uh, I think draft grades actually do matter to some degree, but boy, it's cheating when you just say, well, you were dealt all aces and Kings and you did really well. Like, hey, better. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. <laughs> That's, I mean, not everyone has the same hand. Yeah. Well, that leads me to the Ravens. In their draft. So they get a perfect example. An offseason grade of an A. Their free agency grade was average. So they get an A for for the offseason grade. Their free agency grade was average. Was I take mean a C, but they get an Mm -hmm. A plus on their draft grade. A plus is strong for any of these teams. A plus is really strong. And again, I don't dislike Tyler Linderbaum as a a prospect. I don't dislike Kyle Hamilton as as a prospect. I don't dislike David Ajabo as a prospect. I don't dislike Travis Jones as a prospect. Mm-hmm. But did they fit what you needed when you traded away your first, your first round or your your number your one receiver? receiver? Right, yeah. right. I mean, actually, my favorite moves for the Ravens might be signing Marcus Williams and Morgan Moses. You know, like yeah, right. Uh, to Morgan me, Moses is a lot better than Al. I completely agree. Right, and that's a quality um, and, move, and that only got them an average grade in free agency Mm -hmm. and they also brought michael pierce back here's a strange theory that i wonder that i've been wanting to throw out i've never said it on the air but i've thought it for a while and by no means am i ravens bashing because i hope all you listeners realize maybe as much as anyone in this city i praise that organization but who's the number one draft nick in the last 40 years mel kuyper and he is so dialed in with the ravens those guys like share information. So if he's high on Mel's board, he's probably high on the Ravens board, but that doesn't mean the other 31 teams like him as much. You know what I mean? Like right. Mel's grades are always going to be kind to the Ravens, not just because they're friends. He's from Baltimore, but because they tell him this safety's awesome. And they got him the sixth round and Mel puts a fourth round grade on him. So, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of a yeah. symbiotic relationship between the two. Well, there was a long stretch there where the Ravens, the Ravens didn't draft a, a Pro Bowl player for like almost a decade. 
Right, 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 right. Their drafts haven't been as good as people think. Yeah, well, I was, but they always have a lot of picks. They always have a lot of picks. See, I adore that approach. I mean, setting yourself up to take those bites at the apple was genius to me. The fact that they didn't come out with a receiver is a little odd to me, though, too. It's, it just befuddles me. Yeah. That they, that they, they took a punter instead of taking Calvin Austin, who they wanted, who they liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supposedly they were about. Why to wouldn't you take the position player over the a punter? Mm-hmm. They took the first punter. I don't care if any everybody else was going to take that punter, and he's a punter. He's a punter, right? Yeah, you took he, him in the fourth round. And then to me, that might have been a case of. We don't have enough roster spots for all these pop picks. So let's save four million in cap space by replacing our old punter with a new punter. But they also took two tight ends in that round. Like it just it's nonsensical. Yeah. No, that, that to me killed everything that they did with their draft. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you got good players in, a, in the, with your first four picks, but then you did nothing with those other picks, like a blocking tight end and a punter in the fourth round. I'm sorry, that's like. <laughs> Like, That's, I would have praised them more if they took two premium picks, traded them for DK Metcalf after trading Brown, and then la- la- landed a Linderbaum and, you know, three fewer players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're still Everybody's like, oh, saying, well, they'll, you know? they'll sign Jarvis Landry. Well, that's that's not even happening now. And that's not what they need. They don't need a slot. Right. They need somebody. Yeah. Who's helping them? I would give them a good offseason. I'd give them a good offseason grade too, but I mean, I do too. But I'm not the the A plus on the on the draft grade to me is a, a like to me need should matter a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like it, the, we're, I'm sure we'll bring up the Jets too. You have three first round picks, you better do well. You better knock it out of the park. Right, right. Uh, the Bills get an offseason grade of a B plus. Their free agency grade was above average. Their draft grade was a B plus. Okay, I mean, I don't have a ton to add to that. I think yeah. that they. They think they're good and they're going to go get Vaughn Miller. And, you know, they've drafted all these edge rushers left and right that they haven't gotten a ton of production out. Screw it. We might not be good at it. Let's just go sign Vaughn Miller and, you know, fix that problem yeah. for real. And I like the Elam pickup. Yeah. Carolina gets an off season grade of a B. Plus. They get a free hmm. agency grade above average and a draft grade of an A. How do they get a B? Plus? When you have you're above average and an A yeah. on the, I, I don't know about that. Uh, and I don't know how they would get necessarily a B plus either. They still don't have a quarterback. That's to say is there's just, there's an <laughs> elephant in the room. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. This, despite the quarterback, I like all the other things they did, but you still right now, Sam Darnold or the Matt Corral is your quarterback. It's the most important position in football, maybe right. in any sport. And you don't have one. And they made efforts to get one. I mean, they recognize the problem. Yeah. Uh, I can't condone that one. The Chicago Bears offseason grade is a C. They get a free agency gr- average, a free agency grade of average and a draft grade of B minus. I completely 100% disagree with that. Would you be harder on them? I would be much harder on them. Yeah. I was going to say, some of these grades, you don't see me Fs and Ds. You know, the, the yeah. average is really a B, not a C. But I would be hard on these guys. I, I, I think they're noticeably worse noticeably you don't lose they traded away khalil mack they got rid of Allen robinson james daniels now a stealer like right. where did you get like daniels is a move you need to keep he's a 24 year old guard right you know right. that, that would have cost you you know what would the Steelers give him eight million a year 
Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to afford that. Use the second round pick on the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Trading Mac makes sense. We'll see if it turns out, you know, they have to rebuild, but keep your young guys, especially on offensive line. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the Bengals offseason grade is an A. Their free agency grade was good. I don't know what that means. Uh, the draft grade was a B plus. I'm not going to fight them too much on that. I mean, yeah. O-line is secondary. They did they what they needed all to in do. Two- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have been critical if they didn't. Yeah. The Browns offseason grade is a B plus. Free agency grade was above mm-hmm. average. The draft grade was a B. Well, everything with them hinges on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And I guess Amari Cooper as well. But considering what they paid for Cooper, they got better at that one receiver spot. Um, but they got rid of every other receiver on the team. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> totally changed their passing game. I don't know. Just like all the Browns conversations, I kind of think it's an incomplete. I mean, I don't know if you saw the there was a headline that came out like an hour before we hit record today that the NFL was getting close to coming to a resolution on Watson. So hopefully we get that news soon, but I'm not holding yeah. my breath either. Uh, the Cowboys get an offseason grade of a C plus. A free agency grade was below average. The draft grade was a B plus. I'm wondering if their window has passed. Yeah. They're another team that they're going to expect a lot from the quarterback. And I get it. You're, if you're going to pay the quarterback a lot of money, mm-hmm. you, should ex- you should expect the quarterback to, to lift things up. But you have to give them a defense. Yeah. And Zeke Elliott's one of the worst contracts in the league. It's maybe ever. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's killing them. Uh, the Denver Broncos get an offseason grade of an A. The free agency grade was above average. The draft grade was a B plus. I don't know how that grades out to an A, but they did add a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I guess carries a lot of weight, but shouldn't that factor in? I guess I well, I guess that's not a free agency move. Yeah, I guess it's they traded. Yeah, they made yeah, a trade. Good point. I but, guess that adds up. But yeah. yeah. Um, um I'm cool with it. I don't know that it puts them over the top as an elite team, like some seem to think. But biggest problem, I mean, if Carolina would have traded for Russell Wilson, I've been like, well, now I understand that. Why he's going to go off season great, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, the Lions get an A minus. They get a free agency grade above average and a draft grade of an A plus. I think they're building things the right way, slow and steady. Yeah. Linemen, you know. Uh, I I'm, I'm, yeah, they got an uphill climb, but they still I think have to get going they, in the right direction. Yeah, they still need to figure out the quarterback spot. Goff's okay, but he's not. Mm-hmm. You know, saying it's not anything you want to hit your wagon to. Uh, the Packers get a B minus. Free agency grade was below average. The draft grade was a B plus. I don't know if I can be as kind to Green Bay. I mean, I'm sure they'll still win the division. I guess they got the Rogers stuff settled, but you lost a stud receiver. Yeah, and Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, and Romeo Dalbs. Um, it's not going to all add up to Adams. No, no, it's not. Uh, the Texans get an A minus. They had a free agency grade of average and a draft grade of a B plus. I don't know how that works out to an A minus. In their case, I would give them credit on grade for they getting did, what they got for Watson. They did get a lot for Watson. I will say that, that that bridge was burned. You know, there was legal stuff out there. The fact that they, they got anything, got the fact that they got multiple first round picks for a guy who's going to be suspended. Right. right. Still amazing. And what wouldn't play with them before that even came out. You right. Know? I mean, so I think they did well in that regard, but they, I mean, they're still really yeah. don't have much to work with. Yeah. Uh, the Colts got an off season grade of a B plus. 
the free agency grade is average. The draft grade is a B plus. I think they made up for their Carson Wentz mistake about as well as you could. I guess, but you gave up a lot to get. You gave up a first round pick to get him. Well, that's last year's grade, though. I know, I mean, but you it, know, it cost you the first round pick this year. That's my problem with it. Like, right, right, right. You know, it was the wimpy theory. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today, and the, mm-hmm. the hamburger turned out to be moldy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was looking at it as the mistake has been made, but I was able to flip flip Wentz for Ryan and a third. Yeah. I mean, that's as best as you could do with the bad situation you had. I like their draft, too. Uh, Jacksonville got a C-plus for the offseason. Below average free agency grade, a, a draft grade, a C-plus. We wrote down the uh, AFC South on draft on today's podcast, and – I basically said the whole Jags offseason to me, I didn't see any values, any pick or uh, free agency signing that I thought, wow, that was a really nice move. They were all fine. They, I, I didn't see a wonderful plan. There was some overspending. You know, you brought in three off the ball linebackers. Like, I, for the cards they were dealt this offseason, including free agency money, I would have liked this team to have a better roster than it does now. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think they're they're spinning their wheels. A little. Um, yeah. Uh, the Chiefs got an offseason grade of B+. Free agency was average. Draft grade was an A+. I think the defense got a lot better. Yeah. I mean, the, the Tyreek-Devontae Adams conversation could be had for both, but I also like Sky Moore and Juju and Valdez Scantling better than what well, they're going to have to. They're going to have to play differently than what they how they have been playing. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And a lot of that also depends on Travis Kelsey not falling off the cliff. He better not hit a wall, right? Yeah, you know, like Derrick Henry fits that mold. There's a couple dudes that are okay. fragile right now that yeah. they, their team cannot. And they're they're, wall. they're reaching that expiration date, and you wonder when it's going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, the Raiders got an A minus. For their offseason, they get a, a free agency grade of good and a draft grade of B plus. Uh, yeah, they got I the, see that they got Devontae Adams, but I, guess, I mean, I think Devontae's Adams best year as a pro probably already happened. Yeah. And the Raiders D doesn't look much better to me. I don't know how they get a draft grade of a B plus when they didn't have a pick until third round. That's pretty generous. Yeah, that's really generous. Uh, their first their first pick was Dylan Parham. Probably is a starter for them, but I mean, he's not. I can't give the draft. I don't think he made any of our lists as a top, uh, a top interior lineman. No, no. Yeah. So he's uh, fine. The, the Chargers got an offseason grade of an A. Free agency was a good grade. They got a good, and draft grade was a B. I won't fight him on that. I, I mean, you had Khalil Mack, who ain't what he used to be, but J.C. Jackson. They're in it to win it. They're being aggressive. Let's see if that culture, coach, young team, yeah, so much can start to de- like play up to you know yeah. the talent. So much of them depends on the coach not being a moron. And you know, like don't I don't think he's I'm not, special team. When I say that, I don't think he. I don't think he's dumb. Right, but right, I, right. I, th- I think he's one of these guys that tries to show you how smart he is, and that mm-hmm. doesn't always work out. No, I think there's some of that too. Or yeah. only lives by the analytics. It's like, eh, football's not all analytics. Right. Football's the least analytic of all sports, I think. Mm-hmm. To me, it just is. Uh, the Rams get a B minus. Their free agency grade was above average. Their draft grade was a C plus. 
I think they're worse than they were. Yeah. The line took a couple hits. You know, you lost a few dudes like Von Miller. I mean, Odell for Allen Robinson is probably an even swap. It wouldn't surprise be, me. If, good. It wouldn't surprise me if Beckham signs back with them once he's ready. To I think he will. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, and that's that's a pretty potent passing game. They're good. Yeah, I just don't know if they are any better. But so what? They won the Super Bowl last year. The Dolphins got a B. The free agency grade was above average. The draft grade was a B minus. I don't know that they're one bit better than they were a year ago. I think they're better than they were a year ago, just because the O-line to me with Connor Williams and especially Armstead. Connor Williams is a holding machine. He is. <laughs> I mean, but I think that, that was a worse O-line ch- league last that's year. That's not going to change. I get that part of it. Yeah. I don't know that the Tyreek is the big. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a little disappointing there. I think he's going to be a lot disappointing there. Mm-hmm. Like Adams and Tyreek are not going to be on my fantasy team. Yeah, they're gonna be like second round picks, but for somebody else. And I don't I know just think the O line got better. I think they downgraded a lot at coach as a head with the head coach. Oh, I didn't factor that part in, but I do too. I mean, I'd feel better if Flores was running the team. I have two questions, but that doesn't really influence his grade. Yeah. Um, you know, they talk about all they want about the scary duo of receivers with with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Is is Tua gonna throw the ball down the field? Right. I mean, a lot of Waddle stuff was catch a ball and run with it. Like, see, I think they're going to do that with Tyreek a lot too, which right. is not the ideal. Uh, I'm not predicting this, but it wouldn't blow me away if week 10, Tua gets benched for Bridgewater. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings got a C plus below average grade for the uh, draft or free agency and a uh, B for the draft. I guess I'm okay with it. I mean, trading down like crazy. I don't know that they added a big ticket item that I'm excited about. I think they'll be an average football team. I mean, I, I thought they came out okay. They got Lewis Seen and Andrew Booth. Mm-hmm. They got good value moving down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they went from they having, made a lot of picks. They had two picks in the first 70, and then they ended up with four picks in the first 70. But they also gave two teams in their division an opportunity to draft. They, they made dra- or trades with two teams in their own division, which is just which never is odd. Happened. Yeah, it never happens. You're talking about analytically driven. I mean, these guys are totally analytics now yeah. at the GM spot. And I heard some rumblings along the lines of, this guy's just going to trade down the trade down because analytics tell you you should. I, I like their haul. I don't know that they're a tier different though than they were a year ago as a football team. Yeah. The Patriots got an offseason grade of a C minus. I think we both agree with that. Uh, they got a D for, yeah. the, for the draft, a below average grade for free agency. The Saints got an offseason grade of a C. Real quick on the Pats, Mac Jones aside, if you combine their last two off seasons, it might be an F. Very well could be. They they yeah. spent like Jacksonville last year. Right. Of, for Hunter Henry and Johnny yeah. Smith, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Saints get a C. The Giants get a B minus. Uh, the uh, the Jets get an A minus. I'm cool with it, but again, thanks to the Jabal Adams trade, and yeah, you know, they had a lot of cards. I mean, they had a lot of good cards in their hands. I like the direction they're going. I mean, I wouldn't have got a, a challenger for Zach Wilson, but he'll sink or swim this year. Right. The Eagles get an A minus. I like what they did. Because they're set up for next year, too, if if Hurts isn't good. That brings us to Steelers, who got an offseason grade of a B. 
they average in free agency, a draft grade of B plus. I might go above average in free agency, but you know they're never going to be an A plus or an F. You know, right. just, they bet. spent, but they spent some money this year, but they didn't go crazy with the money. But the, you look at who they added. James Daniel, Mason Cole, Miles Jack, Levi Wallace. Those are solid additions, not to mention Mitchell Trubisky. Right. And I like the age of all that. Right. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this big picture. So I think that's the way they're looking at it. Uh, the 49ers got a C plus. 49ers are great. And 49ers are everybody's darling team. I don't know where they got better this year. Right. I mean, now the Jimmy I'm trade, sure the rumors, right. I'm sure the rumors will affect true, next year. Like, <laughs> If if Jim if they would have traded Jimmy as soon as the offseason empty you know, you know uh, opened for a second, I'd be I'd be like okay good. But now he's still hanging around in a Mayfield like way, and I don't think he's a distraction. But what are you going to get for him? He's, he's, he's hurt. He's he's coming he's off hurt, surgery. Right. Right. Yeah. You're not going to get anything for him. Not what you would right. have. Tough guy to trade for. Uh, the Seahawks got a C minus. I mean, obviously, the, the, to me, they should have gotten an F. I mean, they gave their quarterback up for without really a contingency plan. Yes, with no plan in place except for, <laughs> except that, for Drew yeah. Locke. I mean, I, I'm sure that I overvalued Malik Willis, but if they were to use their second second round pick on Malik Willis, I'd at least been like, okay, now you're you're at least putting something there that could hit for you, you know? Yeah, yeah Ritter, or, you know. Uh, Tampa Bay got a B. Solid. They're in for right now, and that's all they care about, you know? Yeah. They brought back like if Brady doesn't unretire, half those dudes don't come back. Right, and then they're looking at a C minus. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Titans got a C for the offseason. I agree. I mean, AJ Brown for Burks is not an even swap. No, no, I, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Washington got a C minus. Yeah, I guess. I kind of like what Washington's doing, but. And I think Wentz gets a little bit of a bum rap, but uh, I mean, and I'd probably be a little more nice to Washington, but not much. Yeah. So that is the uh, pro football focus off season grades. Again, the Steelers getting a uh, B uh, for their off season B or B plus. They get a B. Uh, they get a straight B uh, for their yeah. off season. Uh, not the greatest, not the worst. I like what they've done this off season. I think they'll be better. And it also doesn't factor in things like, Stefan to it coming back. Tyson. Olivier right. Right. Back. Right. So we'll see where that goes and guys getting better. Guys are allowed to get better. Uh, they're so, so young on offense. I think that's, that's the thing itself yeah. is how they've created that, especially on the O line is impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio.